we have Jordan cutting out this awkward pause. And now, Indy City Football Live! It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? You retract the entire show. <laughs> Disappeared. I was halfway through in the outhouse. I mispronounced nothing. This is only me settling personal and vendettas now. <laughs> We're doing so good at being bad. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Indie City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. And now your hosts, Josh Baker, Jason Chisholm, and Jay Desai, with the latest from Big Car, Indy 11, and your neighborhood team. Hello and welcome to ICF Live. That is ICF Independent Coat Festival, where we talk about coats and festivals all day long. Or it's also Indy Actually, City Football no, Live. Actually, it's, no. It's Indy City Football Live, where we talk about our community soccer league, Indy City Football. We talk about our goal of bringing the community together through uh, soccer and being not jerks. And we talk about neighborhoods and events and uh, just soccer in general. Yeah, so let's go straight to uh, what happened last week in our league. Uh, The game of the week was between Old Speedway City and Real West. Uh, Jason, what was the results from that? Before we get into that, I mean, I picked it wrong. Um, You can listen to the podcast from last week. I thought uh, Speedway was going to pull it off, but Real West won 3-2 over Old Speedway City. Now, Jason, if I remember correctly from last week's podcast, you did not exist. So I'm not sure what you're referring to. Oh, he's talking about the recording that... Uh, the lost recording. The lost recording. Uh, the fans of ours out there who hacked into Jordan's laptop and got the bootleg. <laughs> We're hoping there are real hardcore fans out there. There's a market for that. But you're right. We uh, we all kind of uh, were expecting, <laughs> since uh, Old Speedway City had a uh, a good result the first week and Real West did not, just that that, that might be a... Something that continued, but uh, Real West, they bounced back and uh, and beat Old Speedway City. And there was some action on Twitter. Uh, Who was there? Between, I didn't see this. Between uh, Daredevil Brewery. And, oh, uh, and, and in my homes. Yeah. Yes, our, our sponsor battle made it big time on so Twitter. Who well, just for anyone, those who have missed, may have missed it, uh, they heard, they, I think one of them heard it on the show, and Daredevil said, our brewers have skills. And in my homes responded, our builders have hammers. <laughs> so, so I think Which they won. Ominous, right? yes. Holmes in my ho- like, like we predicted, in my homes won. Yeah, with the threat of violence, which <laughs> we yeah, might need to yeah. stop this segment. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into uh, some of the other results. We had Cottage Home beating Real Fletcher Place 3-1. to one. Yeah, uh, Broad Ripple uh, actually losing 3-4 to four to Mass Ave. That's a close one. Uh, we also had Meridian Kessler losing 2-0 to Midtown FC. Uh, we had Mapleton FC beating Irvington uh, 6-1. I saw that. That is, a, that is another big-time win for Mapleton. Uh, my team, Fountain Square, had a close loss, 6-0 to Upper Downtown. <laughs> yeah, that's so close. Uh, close one. Just a, Just a few, few more breaks one way or the other, yeah, for sure. And my team, uh, Woodruff Place, had a, a, you could call it a blowout against uh, my neighborhood, Bates Hendricks FC, 4-0. to zero. I had another clean sheet, uh, which was, you know, clean sheets at home, clean sheets on the field, right? So 
<laughs> I unfortunately did not have clean sheets either uh, at home or on the field as oh, uh, Old North United lost to Garfield AC 2 nothing. It was a very close game. We, uh, we hit the post four times. Uh, the goalie on the other team, I do not remember her name, but she was uh, fantastic and, uh, and shut us down, unfortunately. Garfield, oh, okay. That's awesome. So watch out for that when you play Garfield. They've got an excellent keeper. And Sporting Heron Morton won 5-1 against Miles Square. Um, they're on a run. They're on a tear. Uh, and they're trying to be the Real the, Madrid of this they're league. They're definitely a team to watch. Uh, we don't want them getting a dynasty. No, let's stop Speaking that. as every other team. So, Jason, what is our game of the week? Game of the week will feature Bates Hendricks FC versus Garfield Athletic Club. How exciting. Um... I apparently I'm being told that we have a special guest in studio. That's right. To we talk have about today's uh, this week's game of the week. That's right. We have Sam Sluice, Samuel Sluice, who is the uh, now part-time was a previous uh, full-time goalkeeper for Bates Hendricks FC. Hi, Sam. Part-time goalie. Yes. Uh, hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, apparently, if you let in more than four games a goal, they reduce your stats. other way around. Four goals a game. <laughs> Four goals a game. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said four yeah. games. <laughs> four games. Like, <laughs> well, that you know. would be very impressive. That would actually be good. And yeah. they might not kick you out of goal. <laughs> but they did. So you guys picked <laughs> up on it. <laughs> so uh, you're here to tell us about, um, I can't believe this is the real name, but the Trash Trophy. Tell us about the Trash Trophy, Slam. Well, the Trash Trophy was an idea of the two neighborhoods. Um we went and scrapped a bunch of uh, loose metals and needles from the two neighborhoods combined. Uh, hold up. You just picked up needles off of the ground. <laughs> That's well, we have these welding gloves that are uh, Kevlar, and they're hard to penetrate. But, uh, it's a Bates way. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. You see, our two neighborhoods, the south side, much like the Mohs uh, mineral hardness scale, <laughs> we're up the top, like diamond status, like old North United. You guys are lead, probably, on the mineral Soft water. Scale. Soft water. Soft, Soft water. Pure reverse osmosis water. <laughs> so when you're as hardcore as uh, Garfield and the Bates are, we, we have to kick it up a notch. So we felt throwing a few needles, copper, and uh, old uh, roof flashing would be a good way to do that. <laughs> I remember that from that year when you did it, you also called it the Scrapper's Trophy because you were both very low on the table. And so it was like a who can believe that's step on each true, other's actually. head. Well, I think, Gar uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Garfield's, Garfield's not having good. brought in some non-neighborhood residents to increase their value. Oh, as always. We were very devoted to being trash. To being trash. Bates is pure. Like a trophy. <laughs> I've heard you've had people in your neighborhood who actually play on different teams. Yeah, they left. Um, yeah. For obvious reasons, we have trophies with needles, so there's a hazard <laughs> <laughs> to blame for us. Were you talking about me? Is that yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, okay. He was trying to draw attention to me. I. They used to uh, give me give me hell about They just ignore me now. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not invited to anything. But no, the Raymond Street Rumble, as we call it, is one of the better How rivalry games. How many names games. do you have for this? Well, Josh, if you keep up, um, <laughs> there's the... It seems at least three so far. There's one trophy name. Jay gave it another, but that is not canon. <laughs> it's like Superman getting shot into the sun. Like, yeah, it happened, but it's not canon for the entire thing. It happened one time. So the trophy is the trash trophy, and the game itself 
is the Raymond Street Rumble. Correct. Okay. Because yeah. the Raymond Street divides our two neighborhoods and really our hearts. <laughs> so so uh, to the game, what do you think is going to happen? We're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Don't. Did, wait. Hold on. So if you lose, do you win the trash trophy? Yeah, so the loser keeps the trash trophy, and each year they have to add more trash to the trophy from okay, their neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. So we found something very special. I'm going to say it's about eight inches long to add. But <laughs> it, we found it in a neighborhood cleanup. Uh, it's... It's going to be a nice addition to the trophy. That's awesome. Yeah, All so right. it's going to be splendid. You, so you think there's no chance that you'll be able there's to sneak a win? There's chance. <laughs> so we're having a barbecue tonight, and we're inviting a lot of Garfield players. And I don't want to ruin anything for Game of, Fan Throne, Game of Throne fans, but it's going to end similar to the Red Wedding. <laughs> so that's oh, our shot. Great, so you're going to murder the entire team. And if it doesn't work, you're throwing the game. I mean, wouldn't it be easier well, we're to just poison them? Yeah, but just poison them. Incapacitate. Not murder. Okay, Jay. they they stabbed a lot of people. And anyway, okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Spoilers, Jay. Sorry, yeah, spoilers. spoilers. I read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> well, thanks for coming and talking about the game. Thanks for stopping by, Sam. Thank you. So as always, um, I mean, we Sam, Sam did say that they're going to lose, and he was very confident about it, which might play into being just him just throwing the game, but. But we don't really know because again, it's you know it could be anything. So let's talk about it's week what we've three. Been yeah, doing. we don't yeah, know. Let's talk about how if these sponsors took to the uh, the field of war. So it's uh, Bauhaus Tap, a uh, drinkery located in. Uh, That's Bates the word Hendrix. for it. Drinkery. You're uh, right. Uh, the it's a pub. Um, and um, that's Bates Hendricks FC's sponsor, and uh, Friends of Garfield Park, are are the Garfield AC sponsor. Well, that's nice. So we're looking it's at nice it. that Garfield Park has friends. Yeah, so we're looking at the entire population of Garfield Park, or at least their close friends, versus... Well, no, I mean, brewery. I think anybody can be a friend of Garfield Park. Oh, God. So, I mean, it's going to be bigger than just... It's the coalition. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like anybody that's been to Garfield Park is a friend of Garfield Park, because, I mean, it's a nice park. I, a I'm a friend of I, Garfield Park. I see Park. what you're saying about numbers, but if I can... Have any of you ever been to uh, I've Bauhaus not been to Bauhaus. I actually got married at Bauhaus Tap. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Did uh, you really? Yeah, it was a we. Well, we were legally we're, there was a a different larger ceremony, but the legal marriage. Um, <laughs> we we uh, <laughs> surprised our friends. We told them come to this bar, uh, which is um, it's a more a more divey bar, and we said um, it's a black tie thing. So they kind of had it figured <laughs> out. Um, and uh, <laughs> Sam, who was just on the show, uh, was our he he's uh, registered to do it, so he actually officiated our wedding. But let me just just speak to the that bar is a working uh, class bar, um, and also has uh, you know there are some people who attend the bar who have seen some stuff. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that the cuddly cute friends of Garfield Park, each person who regularly attends uh, or goes to Bauhaus Tap could probably take five to ten uh, Garfield friends, depending on. How much they've drank, how their <laughs> week went. <laughs> I don't know. I th I just I think the sheer numbers of people who could theoretically be a friend of Garfield Park, I just I think it it puts them over the top. And also, I think that they're also pretty be swamped. Yeah, eventually, uh, it's like three hundred, but it's like yeah. twenty-five, and they eventually yeah. die. Yeah, yeah and okay. Fine. Where's the Where's the battle take place at though? Garfield Park or in the actual tower? I think it would end up starting Garfield Park, but then they bored themselves. Yeah, they the they'd retreat. 
In the, to where the beer is. <laughs> <laughs> and then the friends of Garfield Park would just lay siege. Remember all the needles and sharp things, though. Those are available oh, yes. all over as a uh, defensive mechanism. <laughs> How could I forget? Last week's ICF Challenge uh, was Best Handshake, and Irvington FC won that for something that looked like a handshake. Yeah, it was uh, sort of a group seizure where they're all holding each other. So, it, I mean, I guess that's a handshake. <laughs> I didn't see it, so I can't comment. <laughs> I mean, that hasn't stopped people before. That's right. True. <laughs> uh, this week's challenge, if you're looking to participate, is best entrance. Uh, how you're arriving to the field as a team, uh, go ahead and uh, show us what you got. And to Mapleton, teleportation does not count. It actually needs yeah. to be recorded and actually physically possible. Yeah, I don't know that you can prove that you teleported. That's right. So if you don't know about Indy City Football, uh, besides just results on the field getting you points, we also like to reward uh, teams for both volunteering in the community and taking responsible means of transportation to and from games. So that means either carpooling or biking or taking the bus, since we don't have a light rail system. Uh and so I'd like to tell you who our current leaders of those are. Uh, in volunteering, Irvington FC has uh, done fantastic to start the year off. They are far and away the volunteer leaders so far. So other teams start working on that. And then our transit leaders uh, for through the f first two weeks uh, is Old North United, who are have a scant lead. So... Uh, Got a lot of pressure behind us for that responsible means of transportation. Yeah, and just a reminder, so it's 0 .01 uh, point per person who does uh, transit or something, um, and 0 .05 for uh, volunteering per person. Uh, if th that's if it's a league sanction. Uh, which makes sense because it takes more effort to volunteer for yeah, something than to, to carpool. just go to your game with someone y and to yes. not drive, just yeah. to sit in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Our after party this week is at Sun King Brewery. Uh, if you don't know, each week we like to get together with the whole league and have fun at uh, one of our local watering holes. And th this week it's going to be Sun King. Uh, I'm sure you've probably heard of them. They're only the largest brewery in Indianapolis. Uh, but they, uh, they like us and we're going to be there. Yeah, they've been a consistent sponsor since uh, year one, I would say, yeah. And uh, since, yeah, the, well, okay, they've been a consistent sponsor for a long time. Um, and they just expanded, like, you know, in the last year or two, expanded their uh, tap room to have, like, a patio. And this very is nice. the downtown location. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. They don't have another location. I don't know what you're talking they about. They have another location? No. They don't. Well, now we know where it's at, though. <laughs> they actually do, but they don't because it's not downtown. So. It's in Fishers, and oh. that doesn't oh, okay. that doesn't yeah, count. No, that doesn't count. That yeah. doesn't count. Okay. We're not going to Fishers. <laughs> no one wants to. But I just want to make it clear, in case someone actually. Yeah, but yes, their their downtown and only location uh, recently upgraded. They added uh, a restaurant. That's all the fancy food stuff yeah. I saw. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's food there. There's food That's there awesome. now. There's also board games you can bring your kids to. They've got a bar area, so they partitioned it off. Can you bring pets? Uh, this is I an important thing to, to people. It uh, is. I think the patio is pet-friendly, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Uh, look on the website before you try to bring your pet. We're going to try to find out about pet stuff in future because I know that uh, a, a large group of people didn't end up going to Daredevil because they weren't sure about the pet thing. So yes, it's it's important because we do have lots of pet mascots uh, for teams, and they, they yeah. also like to come and enjoy local watering holes. 
And uh, I am I am being fed information that Sun King is pet friendly. Uh, if you keep them on the patio, it's uh, really nice. Or maybe inside. I don't know. Ask them when you come. Yeah, so bring all of your um, your lizards and yes. snakes, your gerbils, birds. Cuddly four-legged friends. Bring them, and everyone else can enjoy them as well. No, if you have a snake. That's not cuddly. Okay, and it doesn't have true. four legs. It doesn't meet the birds also do not count because birds don't have four legs, and they're not I cuddly. I said you can, but I guess I'm... No, birds are awful. They're no, don't bring your emus. They're flying poop machines. <laughs> <laughs> so we like to honor people that are being not jerks because that's one of our uh, big policies in Indy City Football is just being nice to the other players and uh, continuing the spirit of not jerkiness. And uh, this week's winner was uh, who, Jay? This week's winner was Justin Piercy, who plays for Bates Hendricks FC. Um he was nominated because he played striker uh, against uh, Woodruff Place, and um, I don't know who the keeper was, but he was talking a lot of trash. And Justin kept a cool head. Um, I think they knew each other, but it was hard to tell. He kept a cool head. Even he even had um, the defending was pretty pretty tough, and he uh, stayed calm and didn't get worked up. And uh, so he even uh, shook the the goalie's hand after the game, which was. Wow, what an amazing display of sportsmanship. Yeah, so I think, and, and well, looks like Justin's won it. Well, that's great for Justin. Uh, we just want to remind you that uh, you can nominate people to be the Sports Baller of the Week, and we actually would like you to do that. Not just could, you should. Um, that helps us uh, see who is uh, keeping the ideals of the league and upholding them. You and can nominate a person, a member of your own team. Yeah, it, uh, it doesn't have to be an opposing teammate. Uh, opposing team member, it can be your own teammate. And where do they send the nominations to? They send the nominations to I'm nominating someone for Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week at IndyCityFootball.com. <laughs> or they can talk to a league official, no, no, a.k.a. No. Jordan. I'm nominating someone for Brady Pierce Sports okay. Baller of the Week okay. at IndyCityFootball.com. Right, uh, if you can't remember that, just remember it. But if you don't want to type in all of those letters, uh, if you go to IndyCityFootball.com slash sportsmanship, there is a form there that you can fill out and nominate someone. So what about this week's power rankings, Jason? Okay, power rankings time. The favorite time. I know I wasn't here last week, apparently. Um got cut out of the episode that's cool jordan we got the theme song <laughs> queued up for this right no okay great <laughs> it's the indy city football power rankings with jason chisholm and now jason chisholm i think i finally got it down to what you guys want okay. i'm going to pick the Vegas Golden Knights over the Washington Capitals. Is this happening again? What's going on? Well, okay, so how is that a power ranking? That seems which like you just chose something. Which well, City team the is that? only two teams left in the, uh, in, in the league. There's no more teams. What league are you talking about? National Hockey League. <laughs> well, uh, I think we're going to have to move on. Um, and we were going to hire a special tutor for Jason, too. Do, if so, if... Um, Power ranking tutor at IndyCityFootball.com <laughs> for someone, if anyone who has experience in power rankings uh, wants to tutor <laughs> Jason. You're listening live to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT LP Indianapolis, enjoying the sweet sounds from our mouths. Let's uh, transition to talking to Commissioner Jordan. Hey, Commissioner Jordan. <laughs> Did you just 
say sweet sounds of our mouths? Yes, I did. Because that's what they're listening to, the sweet sounds of our mouths. <laughs> so, Jordan, uh, here's a question that I get all the time. Why don't we have uh, any suburban neighborhoods in the league? Yeah, we actually get uh, this question multiple times every season. And I'm not just making that up. Like, we actually do receive this question. Absolutely. Uh, every year, someone from some unnamed territory around <sighs> the greater Indianapolis area uh, asks, why don't we have a team for my uh, neighborhood? Uh, and uh, I have two answers for that. One, uh, Indy City Football is unapologetically an urban league. Uh, and so all of our neighborhoods are centered in this in the core in the urban of area yes yeah, of course absolutely uh and the second answer that i give is bro don't you have enough teams up there yeah they ha they have more than enough opportunities in the suburban setting to find a place to play soccer and to play it with people in their community that's and that's just not something that happens in an urban environment very much that's absolutely true and if you ever <coughs> want to find out uh, a little bit more about the socioeconomic implications of suburban living buy me a beer and i'd be happy to tell you about it jordan just really likes beer that's why he's offering that i, I really just like the word socioeconomic <laughs> uh one other question for you we uh we added some new rules this season how is that going so far we we're did. two weeks in is that going well yeah no actually we've had two great weeks uh of solid sportsmanlike play which is exactly what we're going for uh, you know, it's it's really easy to when you're running around get excited to uh, to maybe get a little heated, uh, but all of our rule changes this year have have been around um, making sure that we're playing safely with good sportsmanship. Uh, and so far, the feedback that I've gotten both from referees and from uh, from players is that uh, it seems to be working. So I haven't gotten any feedback on the cherry picking rule. So I look forward to. Oh, those I have comments. some feedback. Uh, I, in my game, I was so I have a deal with my team where I goalkeep half of every game. If they let me just be a lazy striker for the second <laughs> half. And it's been working out okay. Um, but um, in our previous game, uh, the part of the lazy striker comes from being just out of shape severely. So I was extremely out of breath, and I was just, like, standing in the other team's box while they had the ball <laughs> to kick off. Then my own team was like, you need to get back here. You can't just be there. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And then I trundled back, which is, that's great. See, there they know that they're following the... And making me follow the rules. And we had, uh, Old North United had a, an instance in the first week's game against Bates where um, the Bates scored a goal when they were kind of cherry-picking. They got called for it. And uh, and they actually they stopped doing it. And it was it was great that they uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't have been doing that. It wasn't what we were trying to do, but we just ended up there. So it was it was nice to, to see that kind of change afterwards. So. Well. Glad to hear it. So for those of you who have listened in previous weeks, uh, we have a special game show segment called Better Know a Neighborhood, where we find a league player or neighborhood resident who can uh, who is faced with three uh, questions about a lesser-known neighborhood. And if they get them right, they win an all-expense one-way trip to the neighborhood by... Uh, rideshare company, which will be determined based on um, how good that company's reputation is globally. <laughs> so, so, so today, since we have Sam Sluice in the studio, he's going to be our uh, contestant. Hi, Sam. 
Hi, thanks for having me back again so soon. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you're not going to enjoy this one because it's going to be very difficult. Well, I didn't enjoy the last one, Jay. <laughs> so, this week's neighborhood is Venerable Flackville. So, oh. question one, where is Venerable Flackville no located? Venerable Flackville is on the west side of Indianapolis, slightly north of 10th Street. Okay, you got it. Okay. Okay, question one. Now you've done better than any contestant so far. Question two, what does the name Flackville come from? They were giving people a lot of flack. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's wrong. The name, the neighborhood name, comes from Joseph Flack. The uh, the neighborhood is named after Mr. Joseph Flack, who worked in agriculture for a while. Then he became a brick manufacturer and set up a brickyard in what was then rural northwest of Indianapolis. But he was no slouch at brick making. In fact, his company made a lot of bricks. Approximately, how many bricks did they make in his career? <laughs> In the venerable Flack's career, they made, I would say, from my Wikipedia research... Oh, no. ...approximately 17 billion bricks. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> over. It was 55 million. 55 million bricks. Such in a career. close guess. All right, and the final question is, um, of these bricks, more than a million and a half were used in, in the... was consumed in the construction of a specific building in the year 1871. Do you know what that building was? That was the entire Purdue campus. <laughs> he <laughs> built that. Good guess. <laughs> good guess. Good guess. Very close. It's not the terrible brick building. The building was consumed. It was consumed for the construction of the building for insane women in 1871. Well, thanks for playing, Sam. So let's talk a little bit about Indy 11, everyone's favorite soccer team based in Indianapolis. Uh, they had one game last week. What, do you have a, a favorite team based in Indianapolis that's not Indy 11? Uh, I put Woodruff over Indy 11. Okay, but, uh, are they professional? Absolutely not. Okay, so we're, they don't count. They're willing to get paid, though. So <laughs> 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 Town Square is willing to get paid to be a professional team. All right, well, play better. <laughs> Fair enough. Go on, tell us what happened this week, Josh. So, in the news of everyone else's favorite Indianapolis-based soccer team, uh, except Jane Jason... Uh, screw those guys. Um, they uh, did not do well against New York Red Bulls, too. We talked a little bit of last week about how no one likes uh, B teams in the USL, and yet Indy 11 decided to lose to them. I don't know if that was a conscious decision or if it just happened, but uh, it, it yeah. They uh, were up at half, one to nothing, and then gave up four goals in the second half and, and got a red card as well. Uh, not great, but good news. No one in Indianapolis saw it because it happened during <laughs> the race. So we can just, we'll just not think about it and pretend like it didn't happen. Sound good? Uh, how are the standings? How does that leave them? Uh, they still have 14 points. They lost again, but they dropped from 7th to ninth place. They are uh, in ninth on goal differential, they have negative two goal differential, and the eighth place team has a positive two goal so differential. They are in the danger zone. Are they they are out of the playoffs currently, which is uh, not where great. Do you, where do you need to be at? What's the playoffs? Eighth and above, eighth uh, above in the conference uh, makes the playoffs, and so they are in ninth, and that means that they're not in the playoffs. They they have had a bad run the past six. They've only got one win. They've had three losses and two draws, which is not great. Well, then hopefully we're playing a weak team this week, right? Uh, we are not, unfortunately. Uh, they play this week, actually, during our round of games on Wednesday, May 30th. 
against Charleston Battery, who are in third in the Eastern Conference with 19 points. Home game. Home game. Uh, unfortunately, happens during uh, the league games this year, uh, this week. So uh, I I don't think many of our people will be in attendance, which is unfortunate because ICF has a lot of uh, fans that also go to the games. Yeah. We could actually um, offer tickets to, I mean, Midtown if you want to go up watch the game <laughs> this week. Uh, there are tickets available at the front gate. Look for someone wearing Fountain Square shirts. <laughs> That's a very generous offer from Fountain Square. A lot. <laughs> but Indy 11 are playing against Charleston Battery, who uh, were founded in 1993, which means they are the oldest continuously operating pro f- soccer team in the United States, which uh, is kind oh, of wow. sad given the fact that there are tons of teams in Britain who have been operating since the 1800s. The keyword is continuously. Yes, right, continuously so operating. Yeah. Um, the only real interesting thing that I could find about Charleston Battery was that their Twitter account is Chaz Battery, which seems <laughs> <laughs> like... Sounds like the, the worst member of a rowing crew. Rowing t- crew. Yeah. Uh, sounds like someone uh, who has uh, charges filed against him that he has to worry about. <laughs> the, the bench player for a lacrosse team. <laughs> the bench player for a lacrosse team. All of those are true. Crew, lacrosse, and um, is like pending civil charges. Yeah, so Chaz Battery, um, I'm not sure why they voluntarily chose that as their Twitter name, but that's what it is. Hopefully the Indy 11 have a good result this week. Um, They've played well at home recently, but um, their overall form is not great, so uh, good luck to them, and uh, we'll see them in the next game. You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT-LP, Indianapolis. As you know, we like to discuss opportunities for everyone to get involved uh, in the community. Uh, One of those things we are doing as a league is that every week until a few weeks from now, and I don't remember what date that is, uh, but every week you can bring your gently used books and donate them to Indy Reads. So just bring them every week to the game, and uh, Jordan will take them and put them in his trunk <laughs> and keep them there until he donates them to Indy Reads. Um, also this week is the Woodruff Place Flea Market on June 2nd and June 3rd. That's the weekend. So it'll be 8 to 5 on the Saturday and 10 to 5 on uh, the Sunday. Um, and it's the Woodruff Place Flea Market. I've been there before. I've, you know, I don't know if you it's a know. wonderful time. Yeah, there's everybody who has a, a home. Almost everyone um, is just has their stuff out, and um, there's some there's some cool stuff there. There's some really cool stuff. You can find furniture. You can find bicycles. Just anything that your heart desires. Yeah, those of you who don't know, um, Woodruff Place is a historic community uh, just a mile east of downtown. Um, and it's actually recognized as Indianapolis' first planned residential suburb, uh, but it was then incorporated into the city. So it's not a suburb; it's a neighborhood, um, and it's it's a it's got this like these Victorian era homes that with uh, you know uh, little uh, parkway style uh, fountains and uh, statuaries. So it's really nice. It actually w- originally was a gated community and was one of the first gated communities in the U.S. Really? Okay, this Wednesday night, um, May 30th, we'll have the Sound Lab with Oreo Jones. 
Oreo Jones, I don't know for our listeners, I don't know if you know, but Oreo actually runs our station, 99.1 WQRT-FM. He is very fancy. And that he is. Uh, we, um, he's not only this Wednesday. Uh, Oreo Jones has Sound Lab the last Wednesday of every month, and she can bring your own um, synths, drum machines, pedals, whatever you use to express yourself. Come here to, um, is it Big Car or the Tube Factory? The tube Factory. Okay, it's at the Tube Factory. Factory. Yeah. Um, and it's between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. And just experiment with sound. With many sounds, you could experience... Yeah, it might be hard for some of our league players to do it, but um, I mean, if you if you're one of our listeners that's not in our league, you can enjoy it, and you can sample my voice and put me in your pedal and loop me forever. Throw him into your SoundCloud rap. Whoop 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 whoop. Bring whatever he needs to express yourself, unless that's a trophy with needles. Don't bring needle trophies. Let's go to the world of soccer. In case you don't know, the Champions League final happened this past weekend and in a matchup that nobody wanted. Real Madrid beat Liverpool 3-1. to one. Uh, It was great because Liverpool lost, but it was bad because Real Madrid won. And, I mean, honestly, it just whatever. For me, it was, it was great seeing um, Gareth Bale do well because he's a former Tottenham man. And it was also doubly great seeing uh, Cristiano Ronaldo not do well. Well, it's not fun for anyone when a team wins four out of the last five. Yeah, it's just it just makes it boring and just whatever. Can someone else please win? It, it's not like they're even really the best team. They've just been really lucky and keep getting there. <laughs> well, let's uh, not forget the uh, perfectly timed streaker in the end of the game. Oh, that's right. Right as at the end of the game, 93rd minute or so, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo was trying to take all the glory for himself, even though he played terribly the whole game. <laughs> and as he was right, in, right next to the goal and about to take a shot, a uh, streaker ran on the field and the <laughs> ref stopped the game and had a drop ball so that Cristiano could not take a shot. And it was, uh, it was lovely. I always lo- love when bad things happen to Ronaldo. Well, and that's that. I mean, so, you know, really just not interesting news in the world of soccer. No, not really. And we don't really have anything to say about the... Uh, there's no news yet about the United States' preparation for the World Cup. They haven't released the squad yet, but there's a... Still haven't. It's really weird because all the other teams have their squads released. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but there is a warm-up game tonight against Bolivia, uh, so... It's actually not tonight. It was last night. Oh, but yeah, uh, It was last night from... But Inside baseball, this doesn't happen live, even though we tell you it's live. So we don't know what happened in the U.S.-Bolivia game, but you do. So why don't you call in and tell us? (laughs) Insert final scores here. USA 3, Bolivia 0. We decided to have a little competition between us hosts uh, concerning the Indy 500. So uh, this was race weekend. And uh, just for just for fun, our producer felt that we could uh, have something to talk about uh, if we did a since there are 33 racers, then you split those up. That's like 11, 11 people each uh, between the three hosts. We could have kind of like a soccer team that compete each other, competes, and we could have a fantasy draft for the race. So I got a text in the middle of the afternoon when I was um, let's just say I was indisposed in an outhouse in the in the middle of Freedom, Indiana, enjoying a nice day in the woods. Wait, is that a real place? It is Freedom, Indiana. It's awesome. 
Where is Freedom, Indiana? It's like southwest. Is it in of our Spen- hearts? It's, it is. It's also <laughs> physically southwest of Spencer. It's very small. Um, it's great. Uh, but so I experienced freedom this weekend. So anyway, um, I was indisposed, and I also don't really know anything about um, the Indy 500 or just car racing in general. So I said very dismissively, uh, "I don't care. Just pick the worst." Uh, and well, uh, J- Jordan. Uh, Jordan our, our, picked, picked, picked the, worst the worst for you. Yeah, I, I, so I went dead last. But uh, Jason, Josh, uh, how did it go for you guys? Well, I mean, let's let before before we reveal the results, do we want to talk a little bit about the 500? Were you yeah, there, Jason? I was there. I was sitting in uh, turn one. Turn okay. one. I was in turn two. It was hot. It was very hot. That that was my big takeaway. Was it was hot, um, and the sun is warm. Yeah, that's all very true. It's very hot. And because the sun is warm. There was not as much traction as there should have been, and there was lots of people spinning out by themselves. Yeah, a new arrow kit kind of played into that as well. Um, but I thought it was a very interesting race. The cars look amazing this year. That plays a big part into it, and uh, <laughs> it was a fun race. Yes, I enjoyed the race. I just am a bit nostalgic for the past couple of years that had tons of passing, and this just – it wasn't the same. It, it was – it was much more of an F1 type style race. If you got out in front of somebody, it's really, really tough to pass them. And I mean, we saw that happen. Once Will Power got to the lead, he he stayed in front of Ed Carpenter the so entire race. When so you which, look at Alexander Rossi, I mean, you saw him on those late races. Uh, he was the only one. And I mean, just because there's one person that can pass doesn't mean that it's good. <laughs> I think he had about half of the 500, 600 total. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was it was amazing how well he came through the field. And he started yeah. 32nd and finished fourth. It that is well, that is not normal. Yeah. That is so a very picked, good drive. Who picked him? I actually did because I'm who amazing. Will Power? I did because okay, I'm amazing. Well, so so uh, yeah. you guys can guess who won it. I it actually it was a uh, one more thing before we get to the results. I just want to I want to yell at Wilson and Harvey for pitting with four laps left. If you're going to go the fuel mileage strategy, go for it. Don't pit. Go for it. That could have <laughs> led to an accident, winning under yellow. Who ca- like, they they just were 10 miles away from getting... Go for it. And Serbia p- pitted with three laps left. I mean, come on. You just If you're going to make the decision to try to win on fuel, you... Go for it! Like Serbia don't drop like a rock after that last restart. It, it was it was not great for him. No. I just oh. would have loved to see Josh wants to risk an, Josh wants to risk an ending that's like cool runnings. Well, where he I has mean, to here's pick the deal: the race car and walk to the end. When do you think Stefan Wilson is going to have another chance to win the 500? When is he going to be leading the 500 with four laps left? If, is he ever going to do that in his life again? We don't know. He's only this only a second year. Zero percent chance he does that in his life again. I'm going to say it here now. <laughs> you can play this back to me if he ever wins the 500. But th- that's the best shot of his life. You got to go for it. It's the Indy 500. It is, and it, it's worked in the past. I mean, ro- that's how Rossi got his it win just won. two years ago. Uh, but back to the standings. Uh, I of course won because I am smart and beautiful and amazing. And uh, Jason is only slightly less those things because he only lost by four points. Four points. Oh, so the same belief. So how would you have done if your 11 players were a soccer team? I don't know. I feel like I would do all right. Uh, I have Will Power and Aussie, and I have uh, Tony Kanaan, a Brazilian, both places that 
really enjoy soccer, and then I have other people who I don't know their nationalities, but I'm sure they'd do well. Okay. On the <laughs> what about you, Jason? What do you think? I uh, also had a Brazilian with Castro Neves. Um, who got red carded in the middle of the race. I also had a uh, Frenchman, Sebastian Bourdais. Who also got red carded for headbutting <laughs> someone. So that's kind of where my day kind of fell Well, I, you know what I think? Uh, I don't know anything about racing, but I know that I had the possibly the, the 11 worst drivers. So it stands to reason that they're not good at driving. They probably are good at other stuff. Like, you know, they may be spending their time playing soccer. So maybe my, my 11 would have been able to win a rec game. And Jordan, this is for you. And transition to our next segment. Ah. Let's talk to John Green. Hey, John. How you doing? Uh, I would love to talk to you about why Diet Dr. Pepper is the greatest drink known to man. 23 flavors, zero calories, each flavor slightly different and better than the last. And it's just like, do you not believe me? I believe, I believe you. Okay. I believe you. Have you never had a Diet Dr. Pepper? They're actually pretty good. Oh, they're amazing. It's like velvet down your throat. Is, that a f- is John Green a fan of Diet Dr. Oh, Pepper? Oh, yes, he is. Much like most humans are. I'm concerned about this segment because of how much Josh knows about <laughs> John Green. And on I would a, like to a put in a request level. to pull it out before we... Uh, Guys, anyway, go on. Guys, Tell John Green has been very public in his love for... Uh, for Diet Dr. Pepper. Um, And also, I just wanted to highlight something about Dr. Pepper that I found very enjoyable. There is a Dr. Pepper Museum and Free Enterprise Institute in Waco, Texas. Um, (laughs) The second part of that makes less sense than the first part. Like a think tank? uh, (laughs) Free market? Oh, God. It's, It's... So, here's the deal. The guy that created the museum is... In no way affiliated with Dr. Pepper. <laughs> He's just a big fan. <laughs> he just really, really liked Pepper, Dr. Pepper, and also liked Free Enterprise. <laughs> so he decided to combine those two loves and have the talk- Dr. Pepper Museum and Free Enterprise Institute. Uh, and they actually put it in an old Dr. Pepper bottling plant in Waco, Texas. Well, if you're in Waco. If you're in Waco, yeah. go to the Dr. Pepper so Museum and Free Enterprise Institute. But yeah, Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper, not just Dr. Pepper, because Diet Dr. Pepper is better because it has no calories, no sugar, and it doesn't make you the worst person alive. I don't know. What am I even saying anymore? It, just to be clear, it's not a, it's not a Diet Dr. Pepper Museum. <laughs> the <laughs> the museum. Dr. Pepper well, museum. The, so the museum <laughs> covers both. Diet Dr. Pepper and Dr. Pepper, but it's it's just called the Dr. Pepper Museum. What about and Free Enterprise Wild Institute? Dr. Pepper. I think oh, it's, it covers it's all, all, covers all, all, all Dr. Pepper Snapple brands. Now, when you add in the cherry, that's a, the 24th flavor? It's, a, it's not. I don't believe it's one of the regular flavors. They make it pop. Okay. So okay. It, it's more cherryness. Well, that was great. I, I hope uh, I hope this is what finally catches John Green's ear. Yeah, John, we just we like you and we want you to come and be on our show because you're such a great citizen of Indianapolis who both cares about the community and cares about soccer. So that's why we occasionally be really creepy towards you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Friends of Garfield Park. Friends of Garfield Park. Is it all of us? I think it's all of us. 
It's also brought to you by a rideshare program that doesn't have a terrible user review. This week is also brought to you by Needles. Needles, you began your life in a hospital saving someone's life. Things got weird in the middle, and then you ended it on the top of a trophy that's being fought between two terrible teams. This week is also brought to you by Suburban Neighborhoods. Suburban Neighborhoods, you don't deserve a team because you're far away. Also brought to you by Alcoholic Beverages, specifically Sun King. Yes, Sun King is an actual sponsor of Indy City Football. They provided all the beer for the signing day party. And they will provide them for the uh, final party. And they are a wonderful brewery, which we love, and having an after party at this week, so go there. Okay, and now for your favorite time of the show, goodbye, and see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Jason. Goodbye, all you listeners out there. Thank you for uh, sticking with us, and thank you for uh, listening on WQRT, FM, LP, Indianapolis. Goodbye. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine?